0: Better Together, a joint episodic podcast. Thank you for (laughs) joining us for another episode of uh, Better Together. This is episode three, I believe. And in this one, we have part of the family here talking about our father, or in my mother's case, her husband, Leonard Russell Jones, um, who passed away in 2019 And we just wanted to honor him and talk about some of the memories we had with him and some of the things he taught us in life and some of the lessons he instilled into us to help help us build a better character for our lives that we can then in turn, just like he did, be better witnesses to other people. So uh yes i'm josh she josh hello there i'm gonna leave that in there i'm josh c jones from from my standpoint and we have cindy here go ahead and introduce yourself and everybody will introduce themselves
1: i'm cindy carpenter i'm your host of bold identity bold belief and i'm super excited to be on this episode of better together and it's really exciting because we have more of the family It's even better more together i don't know
2: I'm Penny Carpenter, and I am mom and
3: dad's favorite middle daughter. I'm Judy Jones. I'm the wife and in charge of this family and my dreams.
0: Were you the first or second, Judy?
3: I'm the first, Judy.
0: (laughs) That's an inside joke.
4: I was going to ask that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm Christopher Jones. I'm Lenny's oldest son.
0: We also have uh, Philip Wilson who is uh, my mom's dad, but who my dad still loved.
4: Hi, I'm Daniel, and he's son, first son.
0: My favorite oldest son. (laughs) And then we had uh, Susan for a bit, didn't we? And we're we're only missing right now for the girls is Jeannie Carpenter, who could not be here today, but hopefully on another one. Um, There's no real format for this. It's just an episode to chit-chat, talk, remember, dad, tell funny stories, things we learned, things he's taught us that we applied to our life. Talk about memories. Danger,
3: Will Rogers, danger.
0: (laughs) Fun times, things we've learned. He taught us that we've applied in our life that have helped make life better for us life lessons, things we've applied to, or I should say you all have applied to your kids. Um, If Chris answers that one, I'm worried.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, um, one thing that I learned from dad is that no matter what happens, trust God. The other really big thing that I learned from him is that integrity is what you do, especially what you do when people aren't looking, because that's when it matters the most.
0: That is true. Sure. And was there sure. specific sure. instances you saw him living that out?
2: Yeah, we've gone to a meeting and it was um, after Mom Jones's funeral. <laughs> and he was upset, obviously, for good reason. Um, but he looked at me and he said, you always tell the truth. And you always, always do the right thing no matter what. And I said, Okay, so we're sitting in the meeting. And he was asked a question and i don't remember what the question was but he kind of put his head down for a minute and he took a deep breath and then he looked over at me and he said and this is called integrity and so he answered the question and it wasn't the it wasn't the answer that everybody wanted to hear from him but it was the honest answer but there were other times like um we got into an argument one time and He came over to me afterwards and he said, you know what? I said, what? He said, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have said that to you. And he said, and by the way, you're right. He said, you're still grounded, but you're right. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's really good.
2: When we were hanging out with the kids and uh, Jasmine had an outburst, I actually apologized to her and I said, you know what? I'm sorry that I raised my voice at you and I'm sorry that I didn't take you seriously to begin with. I said I was wrong and you were right. And she actually will talk to me and trust me now more than she used to because of that moment.
0: That's awesome. Taught and taught you and you showed to your kids, yeah, integrity and respect. Yes. I, I remember on that oh, topic him nice. just being like, you're, you're only as good as your word. So oh, yeah, that was a good one. If you give your word... <laughs> do it. Um, And granted, when I think about that, it's like, yeah, there's times where we either have brain farts, or we overload ourselves. And then at some point, you accidentally don't show up to something or go back on your word. But
3: that's Mm -hmm. still
0: on you because you gave your word. But I remember that. Yeah, you're you're only as good as
1: your word. Yeah, yeah, he always said that.
3: Yeah, his word was very important. A man is only as good as his word. His father taught him that.
4: Yeah, I remember Dad always saying, always be truthful, keep your word, and stay honest no matter what.
2: When you when you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. There you go. <laughs> yeah, keeping your word, having okay. a good work ethic, <laughs> the integrity, it, it opens more doors okay. for you with people. It, it builds that, like you said, Penny, between mm-hmm. you and Jasmine, it builds that trust between the two of you. It does. And it gives you more opportunities in life to advance and to find more happiness.
3: I met Dad last summer when they came out to visit, and that's the only time I've ever met him. But he treated me like I was already one of his daughters and part of the family.
4: If you had any troubles or something, if any way Lenny could help you out, he was always right there for you. And he would answer you back. He wouldn't keep quiet. He would talk to you, and we get it all straightened out. That's what I remember about Lenny. He was always there.
2: I remember that even, I'm sorry, this is really emotional for me. Even when mom and dad, before they got married, dad treated us like we were his own kids from day one. If he had something to say to us, he said it. Um, You know, and he treated us with respect.
3: He treated us with kindness. Yeah, and he was always there for you. Even when you tried to sneak out the window and he had to chase Gary down the street. (laughs) I remember that. <laughs> he uh, that was hilarious. That. Jerry he, was he was protective.
0: And see, yeah. and that's something he's taught us now. So when mom, when you had surgeries and even when you get any shots now, we're like, no, you cannot be like dad. He was once in a lifetime. A person can have surgery and still chase someone down the street.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you put your feet up and sit down. <laughs> <out. laughs> <laughs>
1: That's funny. (laughs) One of the things I really loved about dad was when we were, he would teach us how to play chess and we played a lot of chess and he taught me this five move checkmate. And I love it because first of all, I can beat anyone at chess in five moves or less. And so when they don't think that I play chess or I haven't played chess for years and I brag a little bit about it, and then I beat them in five moves or less, then I feel really happy. <laughs> yeah, <but you> <laughs> so, play again after I just that. think it's really cool. Well, no, I'll, I'll beat them a second or a third time if they want me to. I don't mind. <laughs> no, dad really taught me how to actually play chess. And then after I actually mastered the game, that's when he showed me the five-move checkmate because he kept doing that on me after I had mastered the game and I couldn't figure it out. And um, then he showed me how to do it and he showed me how to block it. So that was nice. And I'm glad he waited until after he actually showed me the the mechanics of the game and made sure I knew how to play the game. Because, you know, like in life, not everything's a five move checkmate. Sometimes, you know, you have to go in and actually play the game and you've got to know the mechanics of it and you got to know which pieces go where and who does what. It's like a chess is like a strategy game for life. Or for we war. You know what I mean? And if, if you know exactly who your pieces are and where you can go with them and you know all the power that each piece has and you put them in the right places, you're going to win every time. Yes. It so also I think te- it's important to- that dad shared that with me.
2: Also te- he also taught us to never underestimate other people. Um, in teaching us how to play chess, we learned how to Look at a situation, evaluate it, look at our resources, look at the resources of, of the opponent if there was you know an opponent to deal with and not to underestimate them and to think ahead.
0: And details. it teach he taught us patience and details, teaching us to play chess because I don't know if you guys remember that, but anytime you talk to him and ask him questions, you better have patience to sit there. And listen to the whole story <laughs> and all the details.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he taught mom patience in a grocery store over and over again.
2: <laughs> right, mom? Yeah, no matter what happened with us girls, he was always there for mom. And we put her through some stuff, but he was always there for mom and he was always respectful and caring. And I remember that they did argue a little bit, but they didn't argue openly. And they always settled an argument before bed.
3: No, we didn't argue. He we just had a difference of opinion. And if he could give me a good she reason, she was just
1: always right.
3: If he could give me a good reason <laughs> why it wasn't correct, that was fine. But until he could give me a good reason, I was right. One other thing that
2: I think that yeah. in me was that when you have a conversation with somebody. Um, to really be present because sometimes that's the only way that anybody can be connected you know to really have a connection to earn their trust, um, you have to actually connect with someone. He did teach me that you have to really pay attention and connect with people when you're talking to them.
0: Be in the moment because if you're not in the moment and you're always focused on the future you're you're gonna miss the moment and you're going to miss all the relationships that, uh, you, you could have built and the memories you could have had. Right.
1: You know, I know that you're the baby Josh, and sure. I want to say this because sometimes these things that we see in dad or, or that he has taught us, he built those things into you, whether you remember him saying, Oh, this is the way you know, you have to do this, you have to do that. You may not remember him saying anything per se, but he has built those characteristics in you. And I think that's important for you to realize because you're so young, because there's some of these things that like, I don't, re- I mean, I think I do remember dad saying that you're you're only as good as your word, but I, de- I never really felt like he taught me that lesson. And yet it's with me and it has been with me for my whole life. And so where do we think that comes from, right? Like he's teaching us these things, but sometimes he's not teaching us like by sitting down and saying, "Now I'm going to teach you a lesson, son," but He's sneakily building those things in your character. So like who you are today is so much you're who you are because of him being your dad and pouring those things into you, whether you cognitively can say, I remember the date and the time that he taught me this lesson. Like, I mean, we have some of those, but really it's kind of an, when you're parenting, it's kind of an overall mush of everything And he's pouring out his life into us and into you and into Chris and who you are is an offshoot of everything that he is. So keep that in mind is because as we're talking, I'm like, I don't I don't remember him teaching me integrity. And yet I know I have integrity and I know he had integrity. It wasn't something that I felt like he specifically taught me. He never told me not to lie that I remember, but by example we learned it and we, we have it. And that's a trait that he has. And it's wonderful that he talked to Penny about it so she can bring that up and remind us of who dad was and, you know, and have that moment with him.
0: That's good.
2: Um, I think one of the other things that dad taught me was you always want to stop no matter what you're trying to figure out in your life. You always want to stop and take a minute and ask God, I had a real teachable moment with that particular principle that he instilled in us right before we moved into the house we're living in now, because we were in the middle of starting the paperwork to try to get custody of my younger children. And what happened was I prayed and I said, God, give me this house. I said, and you know, you said that if I ask anything in Jesus name and that if two or more of us agree, well, we got the house. And I was able to put that down on the paperwork. But two days after we got the house, they sold it from under us. And we showed up to another viewing and we ended up at a different house, which is the one we have now. But right when that happened, I said, why, God? And when I talked to dad the next time on the phone, what he said to me was, did you ask God if that was the house you were supposed to have? Well, I said, you know what? I don't think I asked. And he said, why don't you go do that? So I did. And uh, the next time I talked to him, I said, yeah, we got the house. And he said, which house? I said, it was a different one. It wasn't the one that we prayed for, but this one's better. We could not have even imagined what God had in store for us. And it took Dad reminding me, before you make a big move in life, even before you do a kind of small one, you need to make sure that what you're asking for is what God wants for you.
0: Yeah, that is really good and a really powerful lesson. Speaking of uh, prayer and stuff, mom mentioned to us and reminded us that dad always prayed every day. He was in prayer every day, every night he went, got got on his knees and he prayed to God for his whole family, for the protection, blessings. From what you were saying and what I remember, it wasn't necessarily he was praying for himself and stuff for himself he was praying for everybody
3: else right when he prayed at the end he was sick praying on his knees in the bedroom before that his quiet place was the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he's good at killing two
0: birds with one stone right <laughs>
1: I don't think that's what what? the scripture means when it says the fragrance of your prayers has come up before me. (laughs) (laughs) He would go to his throne room.
2: You know, I remember. Yeah, that's funny. We would sit down every night together. Um, Josh, you were still a newborn when we were doing this. But um, mom and dad got these tapes that had the Bible. And they would play the tape or we would read. We would sit there together, and we would listen to the Word together, and we would go through the Bible every year. You know, Dad would come in and pray with each of us. For a long time, he would pray with us and
3: pray over us every night. He prayed because he cared. He wanted to take care of you, and he wanted to you all to straighten up because he got tired of you all being given. <laughs> well, he got tired of it.
0: <laughs> now, when you say you all, you just mean girls, right?
3: Yes, you boys were. You boys were, were were the blessings.
0: You hear that, Daniel? Boys are blessings. Yeah, I was
3: good. You boys were smart. You seen what the girls were going through, and you got, "No way." I'm the baby. Gotta the baby. love me. <laughs>
0: One of
1: the other things that I really liked about dad is that um, he took me to school with him at ASU and he really instilled in me to finish school. Like I was looking forward to going to college and graduating college before I even exited elementary school. I just was. And so it was always in me to go to college. And I feel like it really helped me because when I was an adult and had kids, it wasn't easy to go to college and work full time and raise kids when I was a single mom, but I kept remembering how important education was that dad had instilled that in me and I pushed through and I did it anyway. And uh, like, I feel like I'm, my life is richer because of that. You know what I mean? I just had that in me to do. And I know that it was from him.
2: And follow through was one thing that he did instill in all of us. You know, there are times where we don't feel like getting up. And I remember dad getting up no matter how tired he was, no matter how bad he felt, if we needed him, he got up and he was there no matter what. And I know as an adult now that there had to be times where he was just like, do I really have to? You know, but that's not how he was. You know, he would just get up and do it. And I asked him one time, I'm like, dad, why do you always do this? And he says, well, there's three reasons that I can tell you. And I said, okay. And he said, one of them is just get it over with. The other thing was, you know you're going to have to do it anyway. They need you, and you're the only one that can be there for them. And I didn't understand at the time, but as I got older, I think I called one time and talked to him and said, Dad, thank you for telling me to just get up and do it anyway, because if I hadn't, then I wouldn't have this connection that I have with my kids.
0: He always did what needed to be done like you said whether he had the energy whether he wanted to do it or not it didn't matter if it needed to be done and someone needed to do it he was there to do it and he was always there to help
4: yeah i always remember dad saying if you want to do something just do it because if you just keep procrastinating and overthinking it you're never going to do it yeah
1: see I, that's the another thing that's just kind of built into me but i don't remember
3: You do remember dad loves you so much, no matter how many times you would not get out of the car, let dad drive you all the way to school. But you made him stop before the school because (laughs) you were so embarrassed of that green car. And he said, someday it's going to come back. You'll understand that car was the classic.
1: Oh yeah. Well, after Ryan and I got married, um, you know, when the kids were little, Ryan went out to go and buy a new car, and I thought, well, I'll just let him handle it. He has a budget. He'll figure it out. He'll get the he'll get the right car. He came home with a 1972 green Dodge Dart. What? The same car. Was the same, same car i don't know if it was the exact same vin number like that kind of the same but it was the same make model and color the same car you didn't have suspension issues on one side i have no idea i was like jesus in the temple i just flipped the table like whatever <laughs> <laughs> like <psh. laughs> oh that's awesome <laughs> Yep, that <laughs> happened <laughs> Everything. Was. Every car Dad had was green, except for green. The Accord was red.
0: Yeah, the Accord was red. Oh. But
1: it, no, I thought that him I was I Mom's car.
3: That car.
0: Well, it's a good thing he got you that car, though. He knew what you needed with that Honda Accord, because how else were me, you, and Chris going to get to uh, Oklahoma here and then back to Arizona?
3: And how was I going to increase my prayer life when we had duct tape holding that car together and Plexiglass in the back that window?
0: Exactly. And
3: I- Cindy skipping work. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yes. Hadn't broken down right in front of her job. See, God was working (laughs) through Dad. Yeah. He was. (laughs) God always worked through him. You know, I mean, it was crazy.
1: (laughs) Well, that's what happens when we put the word first. And Dad really showed us how to do that by constantly reading the scriptures and committing them to like reading them so often you commit them to memory without even realize you're memorizing them. He was, he was just always in the word, always in the word, always in the word. And I think that has helped me. Well, I know it's helped me tremendously. I mean, I'm a preacher for crying out loud, right? But, (laughs) but I think it helps, you know, helps my kids and it helps everyone that, you know, just to continually go back to the word, there's a stability in the word and dad walked in that stability
2: You know, that's something that helped me every day of my life. Spending the time praying, spending the time, you know, reading the word and doing, you know, some praise and worship. That's something that mom and dad both instilled in us. But dad more so because whenever we wanted something that he didn't agree with, we had to come up with a good reason. And we had to have scriptural references. And with dad being able to look for scriptural references for things like when I'm praying about something, mom and dad both taught me that, but dad more so, because if we had something he didn't necessarily agree with, he's like, okay, change my mind. Um And that's, that's the other thing. Um Tell me why, you know, go ahead, change my mind. And I'll tell you why I don't want to change you know? And if I had a good enough reason behind what I was asking him, and if he talked to mom about it, the answer was usually, let us pray about it. Don't commit to anything immediately was the other one. And that learning how to, learning how to pray about something before I made a decision or made a commitment is something that has also helped me. And dad did teach me that too.
0: And that's good. And that's something that you would have to have a Know your foundation really to do what he did, but you got to have a good foundation, as I say. In my no, I'm not going there, mom. <laughs> I, I
2: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, from your standpoint, that's one thing that I look at that and I see dad all over it. You know, well, he it just that you're doing there, I see him all over it.
0: He co wrote volume two, so.
2: Oh, sweet. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Dad was able to find hiding places that none of us could find after that year that we got into the presents.
3: You mean like the time we hid your sodas up underneath the bed? We kept telling you to clean underneath your bed, and you said, oh, I did? You didn't because you would have found it? (laughs) I remember that.
0: Speaking of you all and Christmas, the the one thing I remember, because Mom and Dad would bring it up, especially Mom, and then they would laugh about it is the year, uh, I guess you all got cameras, and when they developed the pictures, apparently it was mm-hmm. pictures of you all in your Christmas pajamas, and it was taken <laughs> before Christmas.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: because there were still presents under the tree. Yes. Right. Yeah.
1: And you used your curling irons. Yeah, they went out for the, their anniversary and left us. Um, so we carefully unwrapped every present, like... We were so careful that we didn't even so much as get wrapping paper on the tape. And then we just carefully unwrapped each present, opened it up, used it, put on our pajamas, curled our hair, took pictures with our cameras, cuddled our little animals, all that stuff, played with our toys, and then carefully wrapped up each one. We wrapped it all back up perfectly, stuck it under the tree. Nobody knew. Christmas morning, We nobody knew. Christmas morning, we were so surprised. Everything was wonderful until the pictures came back. Remember what Dad and I told you?
3: If you girls get
1: underneath that
3: tree, God will let us know.
1: (laughs) I think Mom and Dad just laughed at it and showed us the pictures and asked when (laughs) they were taken. I don't remember them getting us in trouble, but I remember them them looking at the pictures and showing us the pictures and saying we didn't take a picture at night. And Mom knew that and Dad knew that. So I think they just laughed at it with us. But I might be wrong. wrong.
0: He showed his uh, lessons of, uh, like we said, about enjoying the moments and the relationships. Because he could have exploded there, but it sounds like he didn't. He just laughed, enjoyed it, knew it would be a great memory. Everybody was happy.
2: Well, if he had known that the surprise was ruined that day, um, he would have been really disappointed. Because he did enjoy, enjoy surprising us. And that was a teachable moment for me. When we got into those presents and we took those pictures, I felt guilt and I was miserable. Um, and because I knew he was gonna be disappointed, and the last thing that I wanted to do was be a disappointment. I knew that I had done something
1: else wrong on top of it. Um, and
2: so when I don't it came remember
1: to, feeling guilty about any of that.
0: Well, that's why you're a preacher. God's still working on you, Cindy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh here's a funny thing so mom had told
2: me a story about when um amandra and harvey decided to peek at their presents and then mom decided to put like little like i took charcoal and wrapped it up in a present (laughs) and let them get into it it was funny but that's um, funny they opened they opened the presents and i was not right next to them when they did it but i knew they were going to And I heard Imandra just blood-curdling scream, oh my gosh, no. And then Harvey was like, and he just started crying because they opened it and it was cold. (laughs) I know that was mean. And I did tell them (laughs) as they got older, but.
0: And so, again, it sounds like lessons of being able to, to laugh at, I guess I would say, things that could have been disappointments. Just laugh at it. Enjoy life. Enjoy the relationships with people. And
1: absolutely, it sounded
0: like he through that, you learned the lesson of compassion for others. You know that it means so much to others, such as the enjoyment they see. Like you said, Dad saw of you all opening gifts and all of us opening the gifts and being surprised. And you learn that compassion.
4: Yeah, it's like when he took us fishing for the first time when we were real little. He bought us fishing poles. So we went out to the river. So we're out there fishing. And every time we caught a fish, it would be something real small. So he'd just go, okay, we got to put it back. So he'd try to take it off the hook. And you'd hear something snap. And he threw the fish in the water. And it would just be floating there. And he was like, oh, huh. You're burning up you need to get some lotion on you so he put lotion in my hands so i put it on my face and then he handed me your fishing pole and i threw it out there and it went pretty far and he goes what happened to his fishing pole i go it's out there in the water oh. <laughs> so then he went out there i'm surprised searching. he tried to do fishing <laughs> again yeah so he went out there and started searching for josh's fishing pole that i threw out there he's like "Nope, that's a tire no that, that's a log and then he goes, that's something else. And then he starts moving faster, and he goes, oh, I found it. I'm getting out of the water.
1: We that's hilarious, water. Chris.
0: See, three things you could have learned from yeah, that. Yeah,
1: I'm surprised he tried to go fishing again, because when he took us fishing, <laughs> he <laughs> oh, yeah. got us on, <laughs> yeah, somebody caught the, on swing the fishing pole back, right? And uh I wanted to do it so bad and he told me no. He told me I was too little to do it. He was gonna cast the line for me. So he went over to help Jeannie or something and I cast my line back and I yanked it and it wouldn't go forward. And I yanked it again and I and then all of a sudden you just hear Penny scream. <laughs> I caught Penny in the back. <laughs> Sorry about that.
2: You know what he said to me? He said, don't move. <laughs> <laughs> I hear so many Don't lessons in that. Don't. Perseverance. Yeah, perseverance because he still took you guys fishing. Search for the lost. Be fishers Pain. of men Pain or tolerance. women.
1: <laughs> Literally fishers of men. Rest. And I was taking the Bible literal way back then.
0: <laughs> there you go, Cindy. There's plenty of sermons right yep. there.
1: <laughs> That's so true.
0: So thank you for listening to another episode here of Better Together, where we had the whole family speaking about the life lessons that our father instilled in us and the good character he helped build in us. Uh, don't forget to check out the other great shows at FromTheirStandpoint.com. That's from T-H-E-I-R Standpoint.com. And don't forget to also uh, rate, review, share, and subscribe to Bold Identity, Bold Belief. From My Standpoint, and the other show, Diz Nerd Chat. We thank you for listening and hope you come back for another one. Better Together, a joint episodic podcast.